Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we're covering Chernobyl, episode three, Open Wide, O Earth. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher, watching Chernobyl for the first time three to four years, actually four, about four years Jeez. after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, I'm a little late to the game, but I'm loving it. Uh, and I'm watching it for the first time also with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Mr. Sal, you're starting to look like a chemistry teacher now. Right? Yeah. yeah. Learning how coal works. It's all black study. Yeah. I got a question for you, though. Shoot. What's as big as a house, burns 20 meters of fuel every hour, puts out a lot of smoke and noise, and cuts an apple into three pieces? <laughs> Soviet machine to cut an apple into four pieces. Designed to cut an apple into four pieces. <laughs> That's a really good joke. That's a great joke. That's a really it. good joke, yeah. <laughs> right, we got uh, Didn't Reagan used to have a bunch of Soviet like Union jokes? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember them. Right. I don't know if it was just him or it was just a thing of the time. But <laughs> like Soviet Union jokes are pretty funny. Yeah, that was that was really good. All right. Well, we've watched the episode. We need to talk about how we felt about it. So let's do that. Rating. Well, Kurt, I believe that you loved the coal and you loved the politics of this episode. And your rating for the episode really comes down to how you felt about the hospital. But I think you loved that, too. Is this your favorite episode? I think it might be. I think you gave us a 10. I think this is your favorite episode. You loved every aspect of it. Uh, the hospital stuff. Little little icky gooey, you might say. <laughs> Boy, but, is it. <laughs> but I think you like the naivety. Of um Vasily's wife, uh, how, how do you say her name? Ludmilla. Ludmilla, thank you, Ludmilla, and uh, you you loved what was going on with uh you know Boris and Valerie and Ulana. You you like you know their their research stuff and the coal miners. I think you enjoyed that. I think you gave it a ten out of ten. It, it is your favorite episode. Okay, well, Kurt, it's actually my least favorite episode so far. Uh, I give it a nine out of ten. I do love it still. It's, it's a great episode. All right. I uh, I love anything to do with the coal miners. I loved it. This is something I never knew about. It is based in fact. It's very cool. Uh, the the coal miners were interesting. Everything that happened with them was great. Uh, the politicking, I still loved it. Although I'm getting a little. <laughs> I feel like it's a little one note that Gorbachev enters the room, looks disgusted, ultimately agrees to what they need, and then leaves the room. <laughs> like, that's, uh, that seems to be just Gorbachev's role in the story. So. I didn't think uh, we've seen Gorbachev this much. I, I didn't either. Like a one-time appearance. I, 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 almost, I almost wish we weren't seeing Gorbachev so much because it really is the same. Just He sits and listens. With a look of very deep, deep concern on his face, he grants them what they need, and then he leaves. <laughs> that, that's really all he does. So anyway, uh, so, so that's uh, most of the politics is great. The, the stuff with the KGB I thought was really cool. I thought that was great. Um, the 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 we need whatever it was thousands of people to basically die. Like that's all that stuff is super interesting. Uh, I just don't always love the way it's presented in these meetings where 
it's just stone-faced Gorbachev. <laughs> so anyway, um, but ultimately the, the thing that I just couldn't get past, and maybe, maybe this is, I don't know, may, maybe this is not fair, but I could not get past <laughs> how infuriating it was that Ludmilla continually subjected herself to this radiation over and over and over again, despite <laughs> how many people told her you can't. Do I know, I, 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 that was frustrating. I agree, but like you know, I, radiation. That, that, that's the danger of radiation. Well, you can't see it, but you could see him. My God! Yeah, well, Which, by burned. the way, the, the makeup and prosthetics in this episode. Oh my God! Holy right. cow! Especially near the end for um, Vasily. Like, I, I don't. I'm not sure I've ever seen anything like this. This is, uh, this is unbelievable. Well, do you know what they did, Mister Sam? Did you hear what they did? Tell me. I, how did you know? Well, they they genuinely burned the victims. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> These actors actually got burnt. Wow. <laughs> heart. Yeah. Yeah, they'll talk about misinformation. That is not yeah, true, folks. That's not true. <laughs> but, I mean, we don't know if it's not true, <laughs> but I made that up. <laughs> I've seen the actor that plays Vasily later and other things. You could have healed. <laughs> We've got okay. a lot better about helping out burn victims. But my God, the, the, this is what uh, my jaw is on the floor. This this is amazing makeup and, and prosthetics. Yeah, no, I'm scared of radiation now. Like, radiation <laughs> Seriously, if... your, like, does your smoke detector have any radiation? Uh, no. Okay, good. Well, it does. Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, oh the, yes. I gotta watch out then. Yes, I, the I'm taking out all my smoke detectors. Uh, it's it's so minimal. Like it's not mm, even. Well, do you are, do you have radiation burn yet? <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Well, maybe I'm in that like uh, cool period <laughs> that Valerie talked about. I forgot what he what he, he termed. Well, it where it appears you're in remittance. Yeah, yeah. Where it appears everything's all right, but really, <laughs> things are very, very bad. Uh, no, I, I think if it wasn't for Ludmilla just continually uh, rejecting the expert advice of the people around her and just putting herself right in harm's way. While she knows she's pregnant, uh, which just infuriated me, I probably would have given this a 10. I, I feel like this could have been equally effective and not so infuriating if she stayed behind the plastic. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you real quick. I gave it a 9 as well. I almost okay. gave it a 10. I was thinking about it. I, I, was, I was on the fence, but I did give it a 9. I'm kind of sad. I, I, was, I came into this going to guess a 9 for you. So did I. I, I was going to guess a nine for the way you guess. Well, didn't you, well, well, you went first and you said <laughs> it was going to be my favorite, which I don't know where you got that from. Well, maybe you were thinking about the coal miners and stuff. I did like the coal miners. Yeah. And you said that. Like, oh, I, I think you loved this episode. What? <laughs> you thinking I gave it a 10? No, I didn't give it a 10. I didn't give it a 10. <laughs> but but, but it, it's the same points you have. Like, I, I don't mind as much that she doesn't listen. Ludmilla doesn't listen as much and keeps, you know, it's but they keep showing it over and over again. Yeah, I just don't. There's a point to which I don't care enough about them to keep seeing them. Um, well, like, I, I'll tell you why I wanted to keep seeing them that that they showed how rapid that deterioration was because yeah, this whole thing, days. I, I mean, right. this is this is not a week, I don't think. This episode, no, no, it's not. I forget how yeah. when we end, like the day we end off when he's. Dead is May seventh. Uh, I think so, and, and I think she gets there on May first, maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. So, 
Okay. Yes, Still you're right. May in less than a span of a week. May seventh is correct, and I think it was May first. So yeah, so it's like a week. Yeah. So, you know, that's true. Like we're gonna see the deterioration of how they go, and I'm I'm curious to see how the baby goes. I'm I'm still curious if we'll see babies getting born. Any... No. Now that actually, okay, this episode I think could be redeemed for me if that pays off. I'm thinking it will. Okay, and that would require a pretty big time jump. Well, there might be. I mean, we we have at least when does um Valerie kill himself? Uh, what year was two? it? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was more than that. It was. Oh, maybe it was two. I don't think it was too long afterward. I think it's either two years or three years. Eighty-eight. Yeah, you're right. Two so, years. So so yeah so. I mean, we'll see if we get a time jump. I mean, there's only two more episodes. <laughs> and I That's think we'll have to see how he gets from where he's now to how he gets over there. I think we might. I I I, I feel like we will. All right. Well, I'm maybe. Going, there's only two more episodes of this. Just, I, I know. I know. That's amazing. Because, I, I mean, I, I've talked on this podcast about the documentary Chernobyl Heart, which looks at the, the children born in the area around Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it is just—it is so sad. It is heartbreaking. W- w- I mean, these so, some of the deformations. Like I think I, I've said it on this podcast. Like there's there's one child that has their brain exterior to their skull. Yeah, like it's covered in skin and hair, but it's just kind of a bubble on the back of their head. You know, there there are. The, and that's to say nothing of all the instances of thyroid cancer and what the, the condition known as Chernobyl heart, which is the hole in the heart. I mean, so so for them to do something with the genetic defects that ended up as a result of this incident uh, would be great. And I hope they do. And if they do, that will kind of pay this off. But honestly, I don't think they needed her in such close proximity and con- physical contact with him for a week to get that to pay off because I agree. I agree. like people, people who were evacuated had that happen to them. Very true. No, very true. And I, I'm, I'm curious to how I I'm very confident they will show that. I feel like okay. they will. Maybe yeah. they won't. I feel like they will. And I don't even know. I do think there'll be a time jump and I wonder if we'll see time after Valerie's death. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Be like a I, do, I think there's a trial in here somewhere, but that makes sense with the outlaw. Yeah. Who who makes it presumably? Yeah, that you know? that amazed me as well. <laughs> well, and he got lost. He didn't go turn in water. I mean, he was unrecognizable. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. His hair, yeah. But in the, I don't know if you looked at the next time. Like he's much more recognizable in the next time. So and he, and we know that he's in Siberia serving a ten year sentence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's that's a remarkable because everybody he was around died. Yeah, but yeah. Well, they, they did go wade through the water. They go, and yeah, they did go way they, deeper yeah. than him. And, yeah, yeah. And the firefighters, obviously, but hmm. yeah, you, you get that toughness. You get radiation resistance. Kind just needed more water. Yeah, you're just around it for a while, like little doses <laughs> at a time. That's why my smoke detector, my, microdosing on radiation. <laughs> yeah, every day I get another smoke detector <laughs> added to the pile. <laughs> it makes me stronger. <laughs> So boy I, are you protected from fire and i i felt the same way about you with the politics i like boris and um val uh they have 
Valerie, yeah, Valerie's yeah relationship together. That's still all right. Not as good as last episode, but no, all right. last episode was tops for that. Yeah, Boris's changeover was amazing. I mean, they still have that disagreeing side, like the um party, like politician st- comment. Valerie, yeah, I, I'm a lifetime party man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. liked that. So they, yeah, they're not they're not completely together here, but they're still you know for the most part they seem to be on each other's side. Yeah, and. I did love the Ulana and Valerie stuff. That was really good. Better mm-hmm. than I thought it was going to be. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, so. the Ulana stuff was great. Uh, that, like, and uh, th- there's a lot to love about stuff. So I think if I can skip past the Ludmilla stuff. So not, not even the hospital stuff. The hospital stuff is great. But just Ludmilla specifically. If I could just get past that, I could get this episode to a 10. But that's going to take some work on their part in these last two episodes. See, I didn't like the Ludmilla stuff, but I think for a different reason. I didn't mind that she's breaking all the rules. It was just kind of like, I think I get it. They're trying to show us like the impact on the average person, or mm-hmm. like you know, like a you know person. She's you know she's not part of all these like political play. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, I don't say I don't care, but like I don't care enough to see her as much as I am seeing her. It might pay off, but like I want to, I want to see Ulana talking to them, or like yeah. you know. Valerie being upset or like mm-hmm. Gorbachev reading the newspaper and then <laughs> pouting a bit. Yeah, well, I, these are the things I need to see. <laughs> coal miners. So. Yeah, we uh, can we can definitely see more coal miners. That's why we saw we saw all of the coal miners. Yeah, I was say, I was yeah, we did see a lot of the coal miners. <laughs> more than I thought we'd see. There's so, no yeah. more coal. We can see the top of their heads. That's that's the only thing we didn't see. <laughs> So, we're still wearing their shoes. They're wearing their shoes too. That's true. That's true. We got to see their feet. <laughs> They're closed <laughs> from head to toe. <laughs> or not They're closed. They're closed. Head on on head and toe. Yeah, head and toe. Thank you. <laughs> oh Don't man. Did you mean head pretty... to toe? Nope. Head and toe. <laughs> head and toe. That's it. Just that. Oh boy. Okay. Well. All right. Let, I. I think it's a great episode. There's just some flaws to it. And, you know, we'll see how the rest of the season pays off. I still love the episode. I think, I think there's tons to love here. So let's, uh, let's get into the favorite scenes. I believe that your favorite scene is when the coal miners are recruited and they, they christen the, the minister of coal, who now looks like the minister of coal. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh geez, what's your favorite scene? I think yours is Valerie and Ulana's final conversation. In the jail cell or in the jail cell, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh and you got me wrong. Oh, you got me right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was, that was a very me. cool scene. Talk about why you love that so much. I mean, oh, so don't know what's going on here. Uh, we know that they need manpower, they need labor. To dig this pets. All right, so trying to get miners, and we haven't seen this so far. Normally, people are afraid of their superiors. The mm-hmm. Coal miners, eh, not so much. They know their importance, and the the Afron talks about it a bit. More. Right, but they they have the camaraderie of you know behind their uh, their chief, like their their foreman, which you know yeah you, you, mm-hmm. you love to see it. And their foreman is not afraid to talk back to officials above them. Like he even threatens to kill him. He's like, yeah, I mean, you can shoot us all. You, know, you don't have enough bullets. <laughs> the remaining ones will beat you to death. Right. It's just like, <laughs> all right, start firing then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's not wrong. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so he's just very intimidating, very matter of fact, very cool in that mm-hmm. way. But 
honorable. <laughs> right? Yeah. They see the scene. Because once once he just tells the truth, and we'll later learn, you know, you want to tell these people the truth because they see in the dark all the time. <laughs> which which is it sounds nice, but I feel like I would I would go, well listen. I don't. I don't see how mining coal makes you a better lie detector. <laughs> I think it was a <laughs> metaphor, but okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought it's really you know, it it was cool that after you know the the gravitas of the situation, he agreed to go. And yeah, the 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 pad the padding down of this minister, this high government official, mm-hmm. right? They really made him the minister of coal. That was that was a good scene. Now you look like the minister of coal. Yeah, they love to. <laughs> so, so great. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah, you got me. That was my fantastic. I, I, scene. There was a lot of scenes I was debating between. I'm not logged into it afterward, maybe, but I did like. That's the one I landed on. I love that scene. In I, fact, I love it so much <laughs> that it is almost my favorite scene, but it's okay, not quite. I I, uh, one other thing is that I think it sets. That scene sets the tempo very well for the coal miners from henceforth. So they didn't have that scene. Um, the second scene, the second big scene where we see the foreman or the chief speaking with them, Valerie, would not have been anywhere near as good. Because when Valerie's a little scared and like, no, oh, tell him the truth, so on and so forth. You know, they, it would shift how we thought about it going into it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we know how this chief is. He's very matter of the fact. He's willing to say things that brush up against the edge of things. So, yeah. yeah. It was it was a good scene and an important scene. So. Yeah, and, and speaking of that second scene, that one is my favorite scene. Yeah, I, that was also that was that was what that might have been my that was also my short list. Of yeah, Valerie, Bo- when Boris, scared. yeah, Boris tells Valerie, you know, that the, the, they see through your BS, so don't lie to them. What was um, the thing he told? What was the metaphor he told them? Actually, he says these men work in the dark; they see everything. Ah, exactly. Mining yeah. coal makes you a lie detector. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah. So you know, that, there's that part of it, and so Valerie does a good job of just being forthcoming with him. But I, I do love that it, immediately. This guy Glukov, Andre Glukov, is the, is the foreman's name. Mm-hmm. Just comes in immediately. He's like, "These masks work, mm-hmm. like to an extent." It's like, yeah, well, you're not wearing them, so. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> So there's that, you know, uh, and you know, he wants them to dig 12 meters deep to project, to protect them. And he, and he calls that out immediately. He's like, why? <laughs> is it really going to protect us? No, probably not. So well, anyway. like, well, we're, we're closer now, aren't we? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I was just like seeing this guy is so, clearly so smart. I mean, this Glukov guy. Is so smart and so yeah. good at what he does. He is, yeah. Th- that like th- there is no working him. Like he, he, but at the same time, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how dangerous it is. He knows he's probably not going to survive. He, he, but he, he also knows that if this place, if this job doesn't get done, it could contaminate the water supply, and then they're all going to de- be dead. I also think there, there's a, there's a bit here of the way he talks to Valerie of, I mean, he doesn't show respect, but he he appreciates almost that Valerie's telling him the truth. Sure, like he's, yes. being, he's being very frank with Valerie, just telling him how yep. he feels. Yeah, he's not being like mean to him per se, or he's not doing it. He's just you know he's telling me the truth, so he just kind of tells him as yep. it is, right? I need more men. We'll do it faster. I don't want them around any longer than they have to be. 
Yep. Right. Yeah. So you know, we're going to start right now and I need more men. So get that, make that happen. Like that, that, and so he recognizes that this job needs to be done. He's the one who can do it and he's going to get it done as soon as possible. And I, I, I did love that. I loved, I loved him calling out the BS and appreciating Valerie. doesn't give him a whole lot of BS. Uh, that was all good. And I think it pays off a lot later when Valerie like talks to Lana and basically says like, do you think that I, I, this is the impression I got. Maybe you got a different impression. I, I wanted to ask you about this. When he talks to, to Alana at the end there, is he implying that they didn't actually need the coal miners to do this? Yeah, because do you, so, well, they don't know if they need them. Like, I don't right. remember. Yeah. It's a 50, 50, 50 chance that this will even matter. Yeah. So the, the, the only confusion I had was it was, he saying that this may not matter because it's going to melt down and we're all going to be dead anyway, or this may not matter because it's not going to melt down anyway. So this was all pretty much a waste of time. Yeah. I think, I think the, the former there that, and that's the impression, the former. So the, the latter, first one, sorry, the latter, the, the latter. latter. Okay. The latter. Yeah, so I that's, the, fancy, my bad. <laughs> that's the impression that I got too, that, that they weren't actually sure if they needed the coal miners. You're doing this, this with the exchange or if it this, would stop itself as right. Is. This was precautionary. And so, that this that the fact that that happens at the end pays off this scene that my favorite scene as well because you have Glukov seeing through all the BS and yet not that bit of BS. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the, I guess he was just always honest. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> you just fair enough. I guess you could argue whether or not it was BS that he didn't tell him that part. Right. But as you were saying, like he didn't he didn't think to think the the necessity of it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. So, so there's there's that part of it as well, and then the other part that pays off later as we get oh. to see, what's that? No, so go. I think I think I know what you're gonna say. Is, is we we get to see that the that all Glukov wants out of this is for his men to be taken mm-hmm. care of, mm-hmm. and yeah. they don't know. That was also potential. So I'll tell you right now, other potential scenes to be my favorite scene. Boris doesn't know if the men will be looked after. Yep. I was like, oh man, that's, that's messed one. up. Yeah. <laughs> And then and then he still goes back to work. Like, oh man. Yeah. And then the um other candidate was Valerie and Ulana's final conversation, which I guess yeah. for you. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Great, great stuff. This is, I, it's actually, <laughs> yeah, all, all my favorite scenes have to do with the coal miners. Yeah, <laughs> the coal degree. was I think well, the strongest no, part about part of not this episode. The Ulana conversation as much. Kind of still. Mm-hmm. It was about, you know, sentencing people to their death, which is yeah. becoming a, a running theme here. Right, right. Yes, it is for sure. It's definitely, and you know, I, I tell you, I, I say the coal was was the strongest stuff in this episode, but I'm going to be haunted by the visuals in the hospital forever. Yeah, I. Agree. I mean, that, that, when I think of this episode, I'm probably going to think of those. So interesting. Anyway, all right, are you ready to start the recap here? Oh yeah, let's get it, do it. Kurt, they did it. The divers did it. They come out. They get a big round of applause. Now, go I'm enjoy sorry. your now go go enjoy your remaining week of life. <laughs> the, it's sure to be utterly torturous, painful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, Moscow. We go to the Moscow hospital. The hospital number six. This is four days after the explosion. 
Ludmilla works her way to Vasily, and she gets 30 minutes, no touching, as long as she's not pregnant. And she breaks every one of those things. She's going to be longer. It's going to be days, not minutes. She, there's definitely going to be touching. And she is pregnant. <laughs> Where was she staying? Was she just sleeping up there? She's just sleeping in the hallway. There's a, there's a kicking her out. Th- no, apparently not. I'm too busy. Only a lot of 30 minutes sleeping yeah. in the hallway. Anyway. So helicopter confirms that the fire is almost extinguished. And the iodine-131 and cesium-137 levels are down. And this is all great news. Boris is excited about this. But Valerie is pissed that they only evacuated 30 kilometers instead of 200 kilometers. And there's a spike in zirconium-95, which means that a meltdown has begun. Ludmilla. Yeah, no good. No bueno. Ludmilla is sleeping in the hall and is awakened by Vasily's screams. So he seemed like he was doing okay. He's playing cards with the guys, giving her hugs. It is like camp almost. He's he's just chilling. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it I mean, like burned and stuff, but he's, yeah. he's getting better. Yeah, it looked like it was like severely sunburned or something. But now, the next day, it's presumably the next day, because we see her waking up in the hall. We hear his screams in the hallways being pinned down. Terrifying stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, on May 2nd, Boris and Valerie have a mixed conversation with Gorbachev. He gives them anything they need to cool the reactors, including all the liquid nitrogen in the USSR. We have one container of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wondering if it was just like a comically low amount. Uh, but they need that before that uh, the, the meltdown uh, contaminates the groundwater. But Gorbachev tells Valerie to shut up about the exclusion of the zone. <laughs> We're done with that conversation. In fact, Boris and Boris needs Valerie to take a walk with them. And Valerie describes the, the horrifying death that their boys will suffer within three weeks. He and Boris are going to have comparatively a merciful, cancerous, anemic fate. Yeah. But merciful compared to what these guys are going to go through over the next week or two. Oh, yeah. They also discover that they're being followed by the couple from the bar from the previous episode who asked if, uh, if there was anything to worry about. And Valerie lied and said no. They were testing him. Jeez, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Did, did that cross your mind at all? No. No. Not at all. That's really good. Yeah. Um, it's a good they, element to add now. Like, oh, yeah, it I is. Wonder if it's... Seriously. Cause, so th- they're being followed and they're being seen because they want them to know that they're there. Mm-hmm. And their rooms are likely bugged. Yeah, and I'm curious to see if you know, anyone else is a KGB agent from henceforth. Any any just random character we see that's not. Ah, just I mean, you know, it's just, it's the circle of accountability. You trust but verify. So, we'll see. I mean, there's only two episodes left. But I'll, I'll, I'm curious. Anyway, Valerie and Ulana are stumped as to how this happened. Do you know and, how this could have happened? Like, uh, I, I actually don't know. I have no oh, idea. I, I'm, I'm really like this is actually something I, I, I really want to know how this <laughs> thing blew up now. Like, I don't know if this is just for dramatic purposes. They don't know why it happened, or if this is like accurate. I don't want to look it up. I, you know, and, and uh, I've always heard that it was a human error issue. Like it wasn't, like nothing. Like the reactor should have worked fine. And the test should have went fine, but somebody did something wrong. 
That's what I've always heard. I don't know. We're, we're going to find out. We'll see. We'll see. And then I'll look it up afterwards. Yeah, but it's really important that they figure out how it happened because if they don't, then it will definitely happen again. Yeah, I mean, you got a big risk of it, certainly. Especially after I keep hearing that this RBKS or was it RBMS reactor mm. is not supposed to be able to explode. Yeah. That's, yeah. It keeps trusting that point, shouldn't be able to explode. And even Ulana yeah. and Valerie with the mathematics. They can't see how it's supposed to explode. <laughs> yeah. Just as kind of a side note here, like for a long time, it was kind of assumed, and it kind of still is, that the next Chernobyl will be Chernobyl itself. Explain. That there was so much radioactive material left in there that was just, there weren't safeguards that, are, that there are in other nuclear power plants, that there'd be another nuclear disaster there before there was another nuclear disaster in another power plant like just from natural time and right well in addition well now now that was the assumption before the new sarcophagus oh, okay was was created because the old sarcophagus was just crumbling yeah, and yeah, it was very like, poorly made. It, it, like the radiation levels in the exclusion zone were still like off the charts high uh-huh. so it, it was still that was more dangerous than any operating nuclear power plant. <laughs> so I don't know if it still is since the new sarcophagus, which I, I don't know how old is that new sarcoph- sarcophagus, like four years old, five years well, old. Yeah. Within the last decade. For pretty yeah. Good. So, um, but that's, that's, uh, that was the assumption before that. Anyway, Valerie sends Ulana to Moscow to talk to those who were working in the control room before they die. Uh, apparently just in time. So, <laughs> Anyway, all right, we get your favorite scene next in Tula on May 3rd, the recruiting of the coal miners, so we'll skip over the coal miners, so we'll skip over that. At hospital number six, Vasily is an absolute mess, and uh, Ludmilla is going to touch him if they're touching him. If the nurses are touching him, she's touching him. She describes their view. Sorry, just a little little kid. (laughs) Like, I saw so-and-so doing it, so I'm doing it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she describes the view from the window. Oh, St. Basil's and the Red Square. And, oh, no. There's, there's actually just a wall there. It was really and, sweet, though. It was. It was sweet. Anyway, um, he is so proud to have shown her Moscow. He always said he would. I I thought for a moment he was going to call her BS. Like, hmm, Red Square and something aren't close to each other hmm, yeah interesting <laughs> interesting you can see oh that's in a different city interesting they said you can see it <laughs> yeah exactly no lana arrives and goes to visit the unrecognizable and unreceptive to outlaw he he dismisses her pretty quickly he's doing better than the other guys yes clearly he's able to ask for better food now he doesn't look like he's burned it looks like he's lost all his hair yeah, it doesn't really look burned. He looks somewhat red, not as burnt as the other. What? What did he ask her? Just, he wants better food, and if not, get lost. Right? Yeah. He didn't like. He didn't like that, food. that might that may be a nice description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to go back and get his exact words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, yeah. So, but he's not talking to her. So get out of here. No, no good food. You can, you can leave. Coal miners arrive at Chernobyl, and Valerie laments being bad at lying. Boris tells him, 
to tell the truth to these coal miners, especially since they, they see in the dark. So they see everything. They work in the dark, so they see everything. All right, and that's my favorite scene, so we'll skip that one. May 6th, 1986, nine days after the explosion. It is 50 degrees Celsius, which is 122 Fahrenheit in the excavation site. And Glukov can't even get fans to cool them down. Yeah, they don't want that radioactive dust getting pushed up into the air. Yeah, I mean, I understand. It, it makes sense that, that you don't want fans down there. But my God, 122 degrees? Bring them ice cubes. All right. I've always thought about this. What Could we make an ice suit? Like something <laughs> to cool you when you're outside. They just put ice in and then you're mm-hmm. cool. I mean, eventually, you know, like an ice pack, the ice will melt and warm yeah. to the temperature. They eventually, <clears throat> true. But then like, yeah. we have like a, you know, a little valve, maybe you look out, the water just pours out, put in more ice. Yeah, not I a bad it. idea. I get not... it. I get it. But I get that's not like perfect, but. How right. else are you going to keep cool? Yeah. Outside in the hot. Well, they Without find like a way. Or, something. or like shade, you know? They, they find it. They're going to find a way. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm just, cool. I, uh, don't want to take that idea. That's my idea. <laughs> Trademark. Uh, in fact, well, it's fine to take the idea. I would like that. In fact, it probably already exists. I'll, I'll look back <laughs> after this. All right. Alana visits Leonid, who, I don't know if you remember Leonid, but he's one of the valve turners at the end of the first episode. He's one of those people in the reactor room. Him and uh, Akimov were the ones that went down to open up the valve lighters. Yes. They waded through the water. They turned those valves. And Leonid wants to talk. He was a senior engineer at 25 years old. So is that that a testament to him? Or... (laughs) Or a bad... A condemnation of the system. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, I, I We didn't get a lot of time with Leonid, but he did not seem like... A, Confident. It did doing. not seem like it was a testament to him. We'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Vasily is almost gone, and Ludmilla begs to stay. She doesn't want him to die alone. And she's allowed, the nurse allows her to, as long as she stays behind the plastic. But she doesn't, and she's pregnant. But, I mean, these prosthetics and makeup, unbelievable. Okay, I've said enough about that. (laughs) Boris wants to celebrate because the fire is out, and the miners will be done in four weeks, which is even before the six weeks they needed to be done by. But the miners are working naked. They're not as protected now, but it won't matter, and Boris doesn't know... If they'll be looked after when this is over. Dang. Oh. Yeah. That's rough stuff. Rough rough. stuff. Now, Leonid tells Ulana that the reactor exploded when Akimov pushed the emergency shutdown button. That should have shut it down, not caused it to explode. Akimov confirms this. I pushed the button, and then it exploded. Ulana yanks Ludmilla out of Vasily's area and lambastes the nurse Everyone is going to hear about this, or are they? Because some shady characters pop out and wonder what everyone's going to hear about. This so is I another wanted to, I thing wanted to ask you. Me. Oh, it, go on. No, That's another thing that frustrated me. I was like, "Shut up! Shut up! Don't say that." <laughs> anyway, go ahead. How did Yumela know that Ludmilla was pregnant? Was was there a hand on her stomach or something? Ulan, hmm. how did she know that she was pregnant? Did she overhear her say it? I don't 
think so, right? Because you saw her in the glass. Yeah. Sometimes you just know. <laughs> you can just tell by the glow. <laughs> yeah, the, the pregnancy glow. I don't know. I guess. I was just wondering that. Like, I, I thought about it when she said it, and I just figured, oh, maybe her hand is on the stomach, but I don't, I don't know. I, I should have gotten back and looked. I made note of it, but yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway. All right. In Moscow, May 7th, 1986, Boris tells Valery that Ulana was arrested and that he is working on it. Boris briefs the committee with the good news and Valerie with the bad news. I like this. I like the system. <laughs> I like Boris in a meeting is... like this? Oh, yeah. no, I'm the Boris here. Oh, come on. I'm the Boris here. <laughs> Give all the good news. Give all the good news. And anyway, <laughs> let's all, <laughs> gives a round, gets a round of applause before he <laughs> stops. Let's all celebrate how well we've done. Wonderful. Yes. Valerie? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> 2,600 square kilometers need to be evacuated. All the animals need to be killed. Immediately around Chernobyl, the forests will need to be raised and the earth turned upon itself. This is a huge project. <laughs> and they need to construct a structure and the plant with, uh, will, uh, around the plant, sorry, which will cost lives, thousands of lives. They need three years and 75,000 pe uh, people. So this is why, sorry, I, I think there'll be a time jump. Oh, uh, you're Yeah, you're probably to right. To kind of watch the work happen. Because the sarcophagus is going to take a while. Yeah, you're <laughs> probably right. I don't think you did that puppy overnight. But Valerie didn't live another three years. That's true. No, that's true. But I think we'll see parts of it. We, I, I'm wondering if we'll see Valerie's death next episode and then the aftermath of his death following. Like, I, I'm curious as to how the series actually concludes. Like, that's How a good question. Go? Like, the, do we get Valerie's death in the next episode, and then like someone finds it and the leaking of it, or is it like you know you, you get what I'm saying? Or it, oh, I can already tell you episode? how the series is going to end. I, I know right now, it's going what? to end with text because that's oh, what yeah, happens. Yeah. Oh, definitely. that's what happens. Oh, yeah, with stories end. based on a true story. And is that a bad thing, Mister Sal? It is a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I don't like when stories end in text. You don't when movies and TV shows end in text. I'm not against them. I, I I think it'll use a lot for imagination, right? Like, whoa, yeah. Ulena or the Boris went on to become, um, uh, minister of coal. <laughs> <laughs> minister like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder how that happened, right? Oh, that's what I'll be thinking. I'll be stroking. Interesting. Well, Gorbachev gives his signature concerned look to all of Valerie's. Requests and says begin at once. <laughs> so anyway, I, Valerie, I'm sorry. I just wanted to yeah. say I would love it if Valerie tried slipping in something like, and we need a pool. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> I, just, I think that might be the last thing he wants right now. He won't even drink out of an upturned cup. Yeah. I don't think he wants a pool. We, you go say we 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 need yeah. something that's completely unnecessary. Just to yeah. see Gorbachev allow it. Yes. All right. So Valerie, on the way out of that meeting, confronts the head of the KGB, that circle of accountability, and he denies knowing about Ulana at all. But when Val Valerie says he needs her and he'll be accountable for her, his wish is granted. And uh, th there's something that he says here that I really like. Uh, where I think Valerie asks him, like, do, don't you trust us by now? He says, of course I do. 
that's what we do trust but verify oh, i like right. that i like that concept that's what i do with you all the time kurt <laughs> but verify i i, I wonder... you don't you don't know it but <laughs> go on yeah <laughs> you're verifying me constantly yeah I... you don't know it yeah <laughs> Well, little do you know, I'm verifying that you're verifying me. You don't. Even That's the know. way it's supposed to work. Circle of accountability. Yeah, circle of accountability. I, I'm wondering the the real life implication of this. I'm I'm sure this is just a showcase that like some scientists are being arrested mm-hmm. for perhaps talking too much or suspected of talking too much about the events going on. They're trying to keep a lid on certain aspects. That's just funny. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I just like how this KGB director here also says, you know, those people over there, they're watching me. And there's somebody watching them. <laughs> I actually like this KGB yeah. director a lot. This this scene was up high up high on my list as well. Very I good. like this. Good. Yeah. Well, Valerie goes to retrieve Lana and they discuss their uncertainty about if the mining was even needed. Yeah. As well as their desire to stop just stop participating in all of this. Just leave and go home. But they're both compelled to continue. And she tells him about Akimov and Lena's testimonies, but they're both gone now. And then we get this really, I mean, outstanding, really chilling scene at the end here. First is the um, notices go out. I, I couldn't tell if this was an evacuation or a draft. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's, I thought it was a draft too. That, yeah. This makes it, this is an evacuation. I, I don't know if it's an evacuation or a draft. It's either an evacuation of the, you know, the the extended area, or it's a draft to build the sarcophagus. That's what I was wondering. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the really chilling part is that Vasily is dead, and how they're buried. The coffins yeah. are sealed and welded shut. Yeah, entombed and then cemented. And yeah, and then they they're put in this kind of massive grave, all of them. And buried in cement, as the survivors look on, which is, uh, that and that was chilling. I, that that is something that I won't forget either. So, yeah, they're, they're doing good at that. Things I won't oh. soon forget. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know what I won't forget from the episode one: Diatlov's looks and lo- <laughs> looking around, <laughs> looking at that graphite, looking at that graphite, or. The person who looked into the the flame actually. Uh, where's that guy? I want to see him again. And eh, probably dead. Yeah, probably. They say <laughs> like if you're right, right into right the reactor. The top, yeah, <laughs> his face is real red after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, anyway, he gaslit to death. Jeez. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my goodness! Uh, great. Uh, the gaslighting's kind of stopped now. Yeah, yeah. People are believing. Yeah. What Valerie's saying. Yeah. There's still there's still a bit of that, like, you know, like the whole evacuation zone, or you know, Mm -hmm. we're not we're not gonna go against what other party members have said and that that type of thing. But the gaslighting has seemed to subside. Yes. Which is is always a good thing. (laughs) Minimize gaslighting whenever possible. (laughs) That's my motto. That's a very specific motto. (laughs) (laughs) It's not catchy at all. No, you don't think so? I like no. it. <laughs> it's a great motto. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, Kurt, shall we check the time? Lots. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Tal. Would you look at it? What? It's TV time. Yes. Ain't no time like a TV time. 
Oh man, Kurt, first of all, on a scale from one to five, what do you think the audience said? Five. said five. Yes, indeed. Now, what I love about Chernobyl TV time is you have a robust roster of characters to choose from. Not just two. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah. So, I believe that you said that your favorite character, I think all your favorite scenes were the coal miners. I think you said Andre Glukov was your favorite character. I didn't think he'd be a votable character. I think you said Andre Kulkov. He, he is, in fact, a votable character, by the way. I think you said him then, the chief of the coal miners, and the people said Valerie. Okay, well, you got me right. I did say Kulkov. You did get me right. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, coal mining chief, if possible. <laughs> and uh, by a landslide, I love this guy. <laughs> I hope we get more of him. Like, he's he's so great. So great. And we've already talked like ad nauseum about what makes this guy guy so great. But yeah, so he he was my favorite character uh, and yours. Unfortunately, the people of TV time only gave him 16% of the vote and he was third. That's criminal. Because you were correct. Again, Valerie gets 51% of the vote. We we had this similar issue in episode one of um, Chernobyl with um, and episode two. Oh, yeah, you're right. We said Boris in episode two. Well, that I get a bit more. Valerie's very heroic and stuff. In episode one, we wanted to say, I forgot his name now, but the guy that looked into, into oh, the reactor. St- yes, Stanik- but, Stanikov but, or whatever. Listen, Stanikov was not a votable character. We went with the, the very De- big minority opinion. Of yeah, Delov. De- he was fourth place in that episode at 4%. <laughs> yeah. But Valerie had 67%. Now, episode two... Boris was in third place with only 5% of the vote. Yeah, oh, wow, you're right. That was really low. Yeah. So this is that better than that. Level. You're right. Gl- that is better. But... Glukov has 16% of the vote. Still third place, though. Valerie's in first, 51%. And Ulana's Ulana. in second, 25%. Yeah. All right. Makes sense, I guess, um, from the people's perspective. But again, man, we're really in the minority for this stuff. I'm glad <laughs> that we're the same, though. I, I know. Feel better <laughs> that I'm not... I just like I feel like they're voting for like the goodest character. I guess it's like the goodest character. I don't know. I but I the coal, yeah. Made. Yeah, oh yeah, you're right. That the this coal Glukov, I think is the goodest character. He could. I mean he did threaten to shoot the, the minister. Or not shoot, but to, to kill him. Only after being shot at. He didn't <laughs> he said if you shoot at us, then <laughs> you'll be beaten to death. <laughs> by the remaining survivors. Yeah. Which he may not even be one of them. Probably wouldn't be. Yeah, he's in the front. So, I don't know. I, I think he was gooder than anybody in this episode. No, I I, I think I'd agree, especially with the self-sacrifice. No, mm-hmm. yeah, fair. Yeah. So, yeah, just, I can't believe I mean, it. Ulan this is be, this quite be, pristine as well. I'm, I'm curious for the next two episodes. There's a, but for more than half the series, we've been in the vast majority of TV time. But in agreement, like v- you, the, outlaw, say, v- the vast minority. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. They say majority. I might. Have yeah, majority. I think so. My okay. Vast, yeah. vast minority. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the closest we've been. Glukov at sixteen percent in third yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how things continue. Well. Yeah. Maybe someday I'll vote for Valerie. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed <laughs> to voting for Valerie. I'm not either. <laughs> it's just a, some other characters that I think were more interesting in the episode than him. Absolutely. Like Boris Absolutely. last episode. Oh, 
about that. I can't believe that got five percent. That's a oh, shocking one. I'll be honest. That's a shocking one. It is. This one fine. I can see or whatever. In the first episode, there's a lot of characters. Like whatever. That's fine. Oh too. yeah. Like, you just vote for the one you recognize, yeah. the one you know. <laughs> That's fine. Right. Starts yeah. and ends with him. We see mm-hmm. But Boris, the second episode. Like, come on. He's one makes anyway. Hmm? That's all. I I I. I Last of Us. I'm not pleased with TV time right now. Oh, I'm very displeased I'm with open. Last of Us TV time. If you want to hear about that, listeners, check out our coverage of Last of Us. It was up in the feed. Nice. But oh, this yeah. this too. At least there's good choices. But Yeah, this is a great series. I'm so glad we're watching it. Three episodes in, and I'm and I'm enamored with it. Like there's, hmm. I'm you know, sad it's coming to end in two. Me too. So much, there's so many things they feel like they could explore. Absolutely, absolutely. So anyway, all right. Anything else you'd like to add, Kurt? No, no. Okay. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Oh, but by, by the way, the this title, "Open Wide O Earth." I assume. Oh yeah. That, we can talk about the title. I mean, I I, I assume that means like. Well, a couple of things. I mean, it could be the coal mining, right? Like open wide and say, ah, because we're coming in. I imagine it's yeah, because they're mining. Yeah, so it could be that, or it could be the burial at the end too. I think that's a, a fair oh, show. Yeah, that could be. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I took it as the the miners. Gotcha. So. Well, the next episode, episode four, the penultimate episode, is called "The Happiness of All Mankind." So. We'll have to see how that goes. In the meantime, listeners, please do email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also really appreciate those five-star ratings and reviews to help people find the podcast. And a better way to help people find the podcast is to tell them about it. So we'd appreciate that as well. We've got a great back catalog for you to check out. We've got Better Call Saul's final season, a lot of Black Mirror, all of Centaur World, Dexter New Blood, all of the leftovers, most of Lost. We'll be getting back into that very shortly. Only Murders in the Building, so all of that so far. The entirety of Ozark, first season of Russian Doll, both both seasons so far of The White Lotus, all of Watchmen, and The Last of Us. Which are we done with The Last of Us now at this point? Ah, uh, I think we are. Well, that's up there, too. You can check that out as well. We've got Mrs. Davis coming up. Very excited about that. The new Damon Lindelof project. So We are done with The Last of Us. We are? Yeah. Okay. So Mrs. Davis is coming right up then, so, which is very exciting. I, I, I personally am a huge Damon Lindelof fan. I hope that I've kind of turned Kurt on to Damon Lindelof as well, but we'll have to see how... Mrs. Davis goes. Watchmen was really good. Watchmen, <laughs> very good stuff. Leftovers too. Don't forget about the leftovers, Kurt. You'd love that so much more now if you watch <laughs> than when we watched it at the beginning of this podcast. Anyway, folks, uh, we'll be back next week with episode four. In the meantime, please never lie to a coal miner. These men work in the dark; they see everything, and always trust, but verify. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.